the Honorable J.P. Brown. Welcome to Fathers and Family Court. I am your host, J.P. Brown. I'd like to take this time to give a special thanks to all of our listeners, all of our supporters, all the people that reach out to me, tell me they listen to this podcast, tell me it's helping them get through. Uh, you all are the reason I continue to record. Um, you all are the reason I'm going to continue to find stories to uh, be told, and we're going to keep it going. So welcome back to all of our return listeners, as well as a first time welcome to all of our first time listeners. If this is your first time here in this podcast, um, this is pretty much what, what goes on here on this podcast. We are a Father's Rights podcast where we talk about equality in the Father's Rights uh, courtroom. This isn't a podcast where we come on here bashing the other side uh, where we want all the power to us or I just got wind of another movement where they're trying to split societies, all this other shit. None of that. This is just equality. Well, this is just us shining light on the fact that uh, Family Court is making a business out of these situations where... We should be fixing our communities instead of making $50 billion a year off of them. Um, and it's it's been in our Constitution since 1975, and uh, folks really don't know about it. I didn't know about it. A lot of people I ask don't know about it. So um, they know that people are on child support, and they know deadbeat, 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 dad, deadbeat, dad. But what they don't know... Um, is that it's designed, um, that it's a business. Uh, we know that there are some deadbeats out there, and they fuck it up for all the good dads out there who are trying to actually do the right thing and be good parents and put their children first, but there's still lots of dads out there who are fucking it up for us. And if only they had an understanding of the system as well, maybe they could change some of their ways instead of just feeling like their back was against it and they just had to run like fucking cowards. Um, but... Sometimes it's in you, not on you, but that's neither here nor there, Uh, but again, um, this podcast was designed, created uh, specifically because there's dads out there who um, feel alone when their kids get stolen, obviously kids getting stolen is big business here, Um, not just in America, but around the world, Um, and yeah, man, they feel alone, they feel isolated, so what we're going to do is, when they come on this podcast, we're going to continue to talk to dads and hear stories from different dads, different human beings, different from different 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 states, uh, different countries if we can, and we're going to, shit man, we're going to hear their stories, we're going to have a conversation with them, we're going to hear what they have to say, we're going to hear how they felt, how they got through it, and we're going to go from there. Um, we're going to continue to talk about this until, shit, it's regular to talk about it and probably beyond because this is something that it was a problem for generations and I believe it's going to take my generation, the generations under me for the next 50 years to fix what's been done over this time. Um, yeah, but I believe it can be fixed, but not until we, not until we, not until we fix it from the root. If you know a father out there 
um, suffering from parental alienation, or you know a mother out there um, who's alienating a father from a child, I would suggest you take this link um, and you, if you're suffering from it, uh, suffering from alienation yourself, you can listen to some more stories from some of the other dads, or you can take this link and get it to the other dads because other dads need to hear this. They need to hear the content. Um, the only way we're going to fix this thing is if we talk about it. So that's that's pretty much where we're going with it. We're going to talk about this thing until we're blue in the face. We need to start making moves. But um, my job is I want us to start talking about it. I'm tired of this not being a topic. I'm tired of stories not being heard. And I'm tired of us not having access to other dads who are going through what we're going through. So I'm going to provide a platform for that. As of recently, I have added a support button to the page. If you would like to become a monthly supporter, all you have to do is uh, click that button and follow the steps, I guess. Uh, If not, you know, the best way to support is always just take the link, copy it, and send it to some people or post it on your Facebook page with a message that say fathers don't have rights or anything, anything small you can do. If you are out there and you want to participate in this, you're hearing this and you think you need to say something and you need to speak as well, uh, there's multiple ways to contact me. I would say the best way to do that would probably be on Instagram, jpbrown.dfm, or uh, reach out on Twitter, jpbrown. Uh, I'm sorry, Twitter is going to be at OG underscore jpbrown. Uh, today we're going to continue... Uh, what we've been doing, we're going to continue talking to dads, um, I'm going to continue to record, I'm trying to find a good system, a good schedule for me to record here, uh, but I think it needs to be done, so regardless of what I need, how I need to change my thing, I'm going to continue to record this podcast for all the listeners out there, all the people that want to continue to listen to this, there's lots of stories continuously out here on the news, there's lots of stories, lots of stuff going on, there's lots of dads, there's lots of family courts opening up every day, running business, so this thing, this thing is a non-stop monster, so we're going to continue to, we're going to continue to chip away at it. Today we're going to talk to George. I believe George is going to be calling from Kentucky. Not really sure how old he is, but we will have that information for you as soon as the podcast starts. I'm excited to hear what George has to say. I talked to so many fathers, I'm not uh, exactly sure what he's going to say or even the uh, summary of it. But by the time we start recording here in a couple minutes, I definitely will have a full gist of what's going on. Uh, So... um, as always, try to listen to George's uh, story with an open heart, uh, open perspective, and just try to keep in mind um, this is somebody who um, is more than likely suffering from parental alienation to some degree. Uh, he obviously can't see his children to some degree or something of that nature, or he might have his daughter, but if his daughter or son, but if, if he, he, he's in the fight, no matter what the situation is, so I'm excited to hear his story, um, at this point, I have no clue what he's gonna say, just like you, so let's try to both, man, while we're listening, let's try to learn something, man, and try to, try to take whatever small information it is, uh, that God put in this conversation, or is going to put in this conversation, and, uh, let's make it work for us, enjoy. Alright, so on today's episode of Fathers and Family Court, we'll be talking to George, who's 30. George is calling from Kentucky. Uh, I don't have any idea what he's getting ready to say, so again, this is going to be news 
uh, uh, this will be a new story to me, the same it is to you. Um, I'm excited to hear what George has to say. As with every father, he can say something I haven't said in uh, any of my podcasts or any of the guests have said. Um, his perspective may help somebody else uh, who couldn't relate to any of the other ones. So it's important that we hear what he has to say. Uh, George, how are how, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Can't complain. That's good to hear, man. Uh, so before we get into it, uh, I like to ask each dad: uh, Did you have a? Did you grow up with a father at home or no? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I grew up with a father. Um, my parents—they were actually married up until I was about thirteen, so he was always pretty much around. Okay, uh, and then, uh, and then, and I ask that because uh, if you did have a dad at home uh, or around. Uh, it, 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 it just gives us a feel before we get going of how you wanted to play it as a dad. You know, your dad wasn't around, so shit. You wanted, or if your dad was around, you wanted to do better than he did. You know what I mean? There was something there for you to see, and you wanted to do better. Something to, something to right. aim higher than. So, uh, let's get into it, man. How did your situation with your daughter uh, come about, man? How did, it, how, did, how did it come about? Where you want to start? Um. Well, basically, me and, me and my child's mother, we was engaged, so... We was we was together for a while. Um, it was a lot of different issues that we had going on, um, and it kind of was you know I kind of those relationships is kind of back and forth and breaking up and just getting back together. And mm-hmm. After oh. a while. I'm sorry. So, like, what? what the, so, what? You guys were just having just just regular issues. Was well, this was she was pregnant or? Um, it was to be honest. Like the the boiling point issues kind of started like I'd say about two to three months before she actually did get pregnant. Okay. And what what were some of the things? Just the disagreements or trust issues or what? Um. Well, one of the things one of the things were um. She she lived in a different state. Like she was from Texas her whole life, so she didn't really she she didn't live in Kentucky, so I didn't really know a lot about, you know, her family and things like that. I kinda just knew pretty much what she would tell me. Right. And she had a she had another daughter already. This this is my first child. And her daughter her other daughter was eight eight years old at the time. Now did uh was did she let the other uh father see her other daughter? Actually he no he didn't see her and it was brought to me like basically, you know, um he was just an absent dad from a different lived in Miami pretty much, um so I just took it as he just didn't want to be around. I really didn't know the situation pretty much, so right. And all I all I thought was he just you know just a guy that just didn't really care that much. Well, I'm sure we'll get into that a little later. Here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But 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 uh, so so let's get into it, man. So 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 you guys were having problems. It's about uh, she gets pregnant and uh, and uh, so he so God showed you a couple red flags prior, and, 
But it's cool, and and I think that's uh, something I do ask on this podcast. Like, was there any red flags or anything like that? Could have seen this coming, but I'm glad you mentioned it because you mentioned it. Like, shit, there was some red flags. You just kept pushing. And I understand. Um, so yeah, bro. So so all right. So all right, man. Let's get back into it, man. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Just any questions I have, I always I always stop to ask. But yeah, let's get into it. Um, yeah, so, um, her mother, her mother actually lived in Texas, uh-huh. and she was, she was getting a divorce from her husband at the time, uh-huh. and they have a, they have a kind of different kind of relationship, because it was for some years before I got with my, before I got with her, her daughter actually lived in Texas with her mom while she was here. Oh, Okay. So they had kind of a weird dynamic with that, you know, kind of like the daughter kind of respected the granny more than she kind of respected her a little bit because she right. she was the one who was with. Mm-hmm. And when, when me and her got together, that's when she, she got her back and it was kind of with her every day, but she still had those certain issues that she, you could tell like she, she didn't really have her mom around and also with her dad not being around, she had a lot of issues she had to. Yeah. Overcome it. yeah, and uh, and I just want to say something real quick and interject. If your parents are raising your kids, then them they kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a lot of times, a lot of times, a lot of folks, but like, I'm saying, yeah, and then here's how it becomes problematic. You know what I mean? My children respect my, my children's mom's auntie more than they respect her because that's who the fuck raised my kids when they ain't with me. You know what I'm saying? Not exactly, you know. But yeah, go ahead, man. I'm I'm sorry. So yeah, so um, we would get into a lot of we would get into a lot of different arguments about about that kind of because her daughter wasn't her daughter kind of no she wasn't she wasn't on a like grade level like she could have like she really should have been in school. Um, she still wasn't potty trained at that time. It, eight years old so it was kind of like trying to figure out what's going on around what's, what she's been around is kind of making these issues still be a problem at that age you know what I'm saying so yeah. when we would talk about it it would just be kind of kind of difficult like to kind of get to the root of the issue and then um, her mom actually she once she got divorced from her husband she wanted to move down here to kind of get a fresh start Huh. Husband had left her, right? So um, it's kind of put me in a in a bad position because I didn't want to really be the one to be like, you know, like keep that movie not, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not a, that's not the best idea. But then it ended up being a situation where she wanted to stay with us for a couple months until she could get on her feet. Of and, course, <laughs> right. <laughs> And that just kind of, after a while, just kind of just like going back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Even her, she has a, her, she has an uncle that lives here and he even was kind of telling me like, that's, you don't want, (laughs) you don't really want to do that. That's not the, that's not the best move, you know what I'm saying? But me and her, we, you know, I tried to just be like, man, it's not that bad. Maybe a couple months and I can just try to ease on through and. When she got there, it kind of kind of made a lot of things worse than what it really was. Right. 
she kind of just threw, threw an accelerant on the flame a little bit. Yeah, she threw a lot of different issues. And um, actually, the interesting uh, interesting thing about our situation was we was we was looking at fostering at the time because she um she hadn't really got pregnant or anything like for a few years, so we wasn't even thinking that I wasn't even thinking that like that was even gonna happen. So we were looking at fostering a kid, you know. I'm just saying, just trying to help 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 somebody out, kind of you know, kind of be a mentor to someone that's kind of having issues or problems with their home and just trying to help somebody just get out of get out of a bad situation. So it just and I think that speaks volume on who you are as as a person as well. That's what you were down to do as well. It wasn't just one person involved in that. Like you wanted to be involved and be a dad and help somebody as well. Those, those are the reasonings you gave. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that speaks volumes on your heart and who you are as a person. You know what I mean? We, I mean, obviously, I don't really know. Like, I could tell you're a good person about us talking and everything, but like you know, that that's just a sign for the listeners that. Should, we should all see this this person is a good person. He's willing to go foster. Give if he can't, if he couldn't, if he couldn't have a child of his own, he was getting ready to go find another child who needed his love and go go deliver, man. So that's powerful, man. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. Uh yeah. So um, that's when things kind of got bad. Like the first, like with the fostering process, we kind of met the girl who we was fostering, and um. Kind of got to know her before she came. Mm. So the weekend that she did actually come, that that probably Wednesday, her mom kind of hit me with a I'm going out of town with my with my brothers and we're going to this football game and everything like that. And it just kind of put me in a kind of put me in a like just weird vibe kind of just because the situation that the foster child was in because she she had gotten raped by her actual dad right so that was kind of the reason why she ended up in foster care because it kind of brought a rift from her whole family so she just pretty much ended up being alone Mm -hmm. so me and my me and her me and my child's mom's issue kind of was like i mean that's not the best move to make on her first weekend here you're you're kind of supposed to be the the front man with this situation just pretty much because she's had issues with with males taking advantage of her so you're supposed to be the one to kind of make her comfortable and i kind of just assist that until she feels you know more comfortable around men and feel more safe around men no man that's 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 quite interesting man and her first week your first weekend there she was trying to go to go with her brothers to the to a football game. Now, this was the mom who was going to the football game, or your child's mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the okay. child. Yeah, the child's mother. Nah, the child. My child's mother. She was going to the game with her brothers. Right. What the fuck? Right. You. She should probably be there to get acclimated with you. Yeah. It should have been just as important. Now, I doubt your child's mother likes football more than me. You know what I mean? I highly yeah. fucking doubt it. I never met her, but I highly, highly, highly fucking doubt it. And I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put, you know, if I foster a kid. I wouldn't put going to no football game before, 
You know what I mean? Man, my mom and my friends came here and seen me parenting for the first time after my kids got fucking legally stolen for 900 plus days. And they seen me with a Lions game on and I'm paying attention to my kids like, damn, this is really the grown-up P. Because they know I love football. But parenting is way more important than football. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to teach them, let them watch your game while you at the house watching the game, whatever. But, you know... First time, that's like putting the, that's like putting the game before birth of a, you know what I mean? Yeah, unacceptable. Yeah, but that's that's energy though. But go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it was, it was kind of a bad issue with that, you know. Um, but I still kind of just was like, we're just gonna get through this weekend and just, and just try to go from there. Mm-hmm. So when her, when she actually gets with us. Her mom, she, um, my child's mother, her mother, she, um, pretty much, she was kind of, she was kind of on the child, like, basically, soon as she, soon as she walked in the door, you know what I'm saying, kind of just like, you need to wash these dishes, and you need to do this, and I'm just like, (laughs) we not, we not on that, we not on that level yet, like, she's just getting comfortable, we not, she's a person she's not just somebody who's just in here just to work you know what i'm saying she's right it's not even about washing dishes like we, we cool with the dishes we can do what we've been doing like right it's not a situation where we're just gonna put a kid to work to just try to yeah it's just so it was just kind of little things like that like little comments she would just make to her and right the child's your was, child's mother to the to to the to the foster to the foster girl to the foster uh um, foster baby. Yeah, well, my child's granny basically. Oh yeah, okay, I, yeah, your child's mother's mother, yeah, just yeah, over there. So she, yeah, like basically, like you, you really not supposed to be here. So it's kind of like. Well, here's the you, thing: if she had a baby, if she had a girl baby in her hands, and she came back and she wasn't potty trained. She's ineligible. <laughs> you exactly. ineligible, man. Yo, it ain't it ain't that I don't think you can do it. It's just that your work that you've given us, that what you've provided <clears throat> shows that you can't cut you can't get the job done. So, but yeah, man, go ahead. Yeah, so it was just um different issues with that and um actually that next day, that Saturday, um, I had plans on taking her with me. She was going some of my family's house just so she can be kind of around different women and it was going to be a football game over there so it was just just having her so she can be around just women and just not be in a house with just the male just yeah hey you know what i'm saying so when i was about to take her she her mom her my daughter's granny basically was like me and the other child me and my my own daughter's sister basically we're I'm taking them somewhere with me <laughs> and like, didn't even tell me where they was going. And you know what I'm saying? So me and the, me and my child's mother, I had to call her and we kind of had a disagreement about that. Like she's not really supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? And me and you are responsible for this, for this foster child. So I need, I'm supposed to know if she's going anywhere. I'm not supposed to just look up and say, I'm going somewhere. Right. And not really know what's what's going on. So yeah. after that, I can put you in a movie I, type deal. Like I need to know what 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 the deal is, considering that 
it is kind of my movie still, kind of, you know what I mean? Can't have a th- exactly. somebody who's not even, has nothing to do. They're supposed to be here on the in and out type shit. Now they running the show? It don't make sense, man. <laughs> yeah, especially not when a third party child come in, to, to, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, um, ends up just being like, all right, you can, you can take her with y'all, that's cool. So I went to go watch the football game. About a couple hours passed. Well, yeah, a couple hours passed, and um, the foster child ended up end up calling me. Well, her mom ended up calling me. My um, daughter's granny ended up calling me. Like, foster child was at the is at the house, and she's been here for like two hours. So I'm like, I'm just confused. Like, why would you leave her? And she left, and she left her. She took my she took my um daughter's sister, her grandchild. She took her somewhere else, and they just left her there. So I'm like, why would you leave a foster child in the first week? First week, why would you? You told me that you wanted to take her somewhere. Right. Now you you just took her somewhere real quick, and then you left her, and then you took the took your actual grandchild somewhere else and left her in the house by herself. Right. And didn't even call me to say. Hey, you can come meet me, and you can come back and get her. Or I'm about to, I'm about to do something else. Can you get her? You just left her and didn't even, <laughs> didn't even tell me she was there by herself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it was just that caused the argument right there. Just basically like, you know, like why would she, why would she do that? That was <laughs> yeah, that was some fuck ass shit, man. Hell yeah. So I could see where it would be going with. You know, sometimes shit just being false bloods. But I mean, it ain't that ain't necessarily the the the, the end result. You ain't who you came from necessarily. You can outdo it. You can outthink it, outsmart it, outmove it, out maneuver it. You know what I mean? Just because your parent has an ailment or has certain views or certain ways, like you can look and directly go against that and not have to live that life, bro. So it's a choice still. You know what I mean? So yeah, go ahead. So, um, basically that night we're all just, we're all just chilling or whatever. And, um, she's calling, she has a, she's calling, um, my child's mother, like basically just checking on her, seeing what the foster child's calling her, just basically just seeing how she's doing or seeing if she's having fun. This is like six, six o'clock or something like that. So from like six to like nine, she hadn't, she hadn't responded to her. So she just asked me, basically, um, have I talked to her and is everything okay? And I was just like, no, nah, I haven't even tried to, I haven't tried to call her or anything. So that's when I, I tried to call her and she just, she just wasn't answering anything at all. So she ends up calling me about, she ends up calling me about, it's about 2 a.m. So basically saying she, she said she fell asleep. And woke up at two. Right. It just was kind of, it just was kind of weird to me. Just you know, when you when you with somebody for so long, you, you kind of know their habits. You know what I'm saying? She's kind of one of those kind of types that she always has her phone in the bed with us, or she's never the one that's like you're gonna just be calling her all night. And she don't. Right. You don't know what's going on, so that's kind of like when I just kind of got a red flag because it's never. I never really had a. 
feeling of like she's doing something that out of bounds, like on that level. But that was just, you know, one of the things that kind of just raised my eyebrows a little bit. And then she made a status on Facebook basically saying, um, I passed out and sweated my hair out or some just some word to kind of, you know, just try to make me see that she she's want people to know that she fell asleep. Yeah, but no, the, also the sweated her hair out part. That's interesting. You know what I mean? That's quite the sleep. But yeah, uh uh but yeah man, I I, I feel like uh those are all huge red flags. That's that's a major huge red flag. All of what you said was red flags. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, you got you got these. You got you got you you've done everything you possibly can. You know what I mean? As far as up to that point, you're trying to be you're trying to be a good human being. You could tell nothing you said in there was like scurvy you didn't really it wasn't like you were trying to really do you know you 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 have good intentions man you just wanted to be a dad bro you care about the foster child you care you know what i mean but yeah okay so you get her pregnant uh and then and then and then how how does it just continue the same is the mom still there or how's that go well actually actually we broke we broke up that weekend oh okay so, this is, yeah, we broke up that weekend, basically, you know, um, I started, I started kind of, I started kind of hearing different things about her that I didn't know about her before, you know, um, she used to go by a different, she used to go by a different, um, she used to go by a different name, so a lot of people knew her by that, by that name, and I'm just thinking, like, you know, she's somebody from out of town. She's never really been. She only been here for a couple of years. This was before me and her got together. So it's like I'm probably I'm thinking like she really don't know anybody really. Right. So I just ended up hearing a I heard a phone conversation with her. She didn't know that I she didn't know that I heard I could hear it, but she was in another room basically just talking about. Um, she was talking about this. She was talking about a guy. Um. A guy that, you know, used to, that was known around the city for kind of just like selling drugs and things like that. He was just kind of older and he passed away. Right. And um, I had an uncle that he also used to sell drugs and he passed away too also. Right. So when I was just listening to, I was kind of listening to her talking and then she just kept she just kept saying like doubles and stuff like that. And I was just kind of like ringing in my head. I was like, yeah, I kind of know. I was like, I know that name. And I'm just like, I'm just like, how would she know her? So I'm just kind of confused. So when I'm telling, when I'm asking her after, like, how would you know, how would you know this person? And she's just like, basically saying, oh, that was just somebody I was friends with. And, he would just help me out and stuff like that. And just me, just being me, you know, common sense. You just know, like somebody that age isn't gonna help somebody your age. Just like you know, just a young girl. They not just doing that. The way you saying y'all was hanging, like they they not just doing that. When you know, when you actually know the person. Yeah, no, I know That's what you're saying. That ain't how them. Oh, yeah, that ain't how. That ain't how they move, for real. I, I mean, I guess it's it's possible, but it's unlikely. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 
So um, just a lot of things ended up boiling up, and I I just broke up with her. I caught off the engagement that weekend, and pretty much we just wasn't we wasn't really talking that much. Um, I was still I was still helping out with our with our daughter with our other daughter and things like that, but it um it just wasn't the same. So that's noble. That was a noble move to show what kind of dad you are, what kind of human being you are. You wasn't fucking with her no more, but you were still tapping in with 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 her daughter. That's 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 noble, man. That's beautiful, bro. What that shows so God in your heart. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 good, man. But yeah, I'm sorry, what'd you say? So like a month and a half it passed from the time we had broke up and Christmas was coming around basically. Right. So this kinda of where the pregnancy and all that comes in effect right here so she pretty much was basically you know just saying that uh, her daughter needed me for christmas and she just wanted to be around just to have that kind of family feel for christmas and things like that and you know i just wanted to kind of be around her daughter a little bit you know just make sure she did have a good christmas and everything like that so we ended up, I ended up staying, I ended up staying with her that Christmas Eve, just going into Christmas and everything like that, and bought her daughter just, you know, basic Christmas gifts, just everything she needed for Christmas. Um, so that morning, basically, that's when, that's when everything happened to where she got pregnant. Right. So, <laughs> Okay. So, I mean, you know, shit happens. You know what I mean? But, uh, so you're, so, so she gets pregnant. Um, so you already know at that moment, based off of everything you said before, you know you're in for a rocky ride because everything you've seen before. Plus, you caught her. It, shit got funny there at the end for you. And you probably started just connecting dots and, there was, but like, so what, what, what at that point, I mean, cause obviously that next, that day you didn't, might didn't know, but maybe you did. No, I yeah. Um, just a few weeks after that, you know, she, um, FaceTime me at work and basically just showing me that she was pregnant and everything like that. And it just, you know, um, first I didn't really, I really didn't believe it at first just because we had been together so long and she just never got pregnant or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I just, it was kind of one of those things where I, I got to come over here and see, I got to make sure I got to, cause this just don't even sound real right now. So once we, once we got all that figured out and I figured out she was pregnant, you know, um, basically just kind of what most, most guys would do, you know, just, trying to whatever happened just pretty much happened just try to try to at least try to make it work so you can kind of be around the the child and try to give them you know that basically just that family so just try to see if you can fix things and make things a little bit better pretty much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you so so you said you 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 figured you would just kick it with her for a little minute and give your child what you you know what I mean? What she was supposed yeah. to have. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. That's what you you know what I mean? Look, bro, I seen my child's mother cut a fucking square in her stomach. 
And instead of calling the police, because I didn't know that's what you're supposed to do when somebody trying to kill themselves, dial 911 and get emergency help through here. I didn't know that. I'm like, oh, wait. I seen her try, cut this, cut, try to cut my daughter out. I'm like, bro, look. If I leave my kid here with this fucking person, bro, no telling what the fuck gonna happen. Mind you, she had just been telling me all kind of weird shit. So I'm like, bro, like that I, she had multiple chances to tell me prior in life. But I didn't care. I was like, look, this person not safe. I got to stay around with my kid and try to do the right thing here. Plus, I'm just a dad, bro. I had, I just was thinking about being a dad for real. You know what I mean? And what was right, what I believed to be right. Even though in my heart of hearts, I knew like, uh-oh. You know what I mean? But I, this where I live, in everywhere except your state, is 50 fit is no fit this the mother state bro it's no 50 50 anywhere in america except kentucky you yeah, know what exactly. i mean so that's interesting but we'll get into that but yeah man so go ahead i didn't mean to, i didn't mean to cut you off oh no that's okay so um yeah so she's so we basically kind of you know just we kind of we kind of just kicking it just trying to make make it kind of work just kind of seeing how everything goes and um her mother her mother's actually still there so it's kind of oh throughout the whole thing her mom was still there well this is this is the beginning of the pregnancy she's still so this is this we're not even we're just talking about the beginning okay. part okay so she's she's still there um the foster child um while I was gone, the foster child had ran away, and she ended up not coming back with with her. So it was just it was just us at that point. So well, the foster child really only person who was interested in being her parent was you. Exactly, exactly. So it was just us, pretty much. So her her mom just was kind of. Still, you know what I'm saying? Kind of still kind of being a part of the relationship where she shouldn't kind of, where she shouldn't have been in. So it just caused issues and, and it caused this, and it started, it started giving me red flags when you, you know, when you see someone, you just like, you kind of remind me of them a little bit. So it's kind of, you yeah. kind of see different things that that parent did, like how she would cheat on her husband and things she would do with her husband. It's kind of like, you kind of act a little bit just like her a little bit, so it's kind of making me look at you a little bit different, kind of just because y'all kind of act the same a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, most definitely so. You know what I mean? If 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 you don't battle how you know, if you don't fucking battle what what you're seeing, and 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 if you don't battle what you're seeing in your parent that's in you. Now there's some things, bro, that are just literally they're just in you. But, like, at the same time, like, if you see your parent and they choose to go one way about life, you can, you don't have to go that way. You don't have to handle it the same way they handle it. You don't have to be, you don't have to, you don't have to, like, be a slave to how they live life necessarily. You can fucking make your own path, bro. She don't have to follow what her mom did necessarily. She had the opportunity to create her own path, her own walk, you know? A lot of these dads on this podcast didn't have dads around. They're fucking not anything like they dads. They're not. A, they're, they get forced to not be around. But some of their dads just didn't get 
flat out walked out and did wasn't around. Shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's not forced, bro. But yeah, okay. Yeah, so um basically that that kinda caused a rift in our relationship, so it was just pretty much I had to kinda back away from her a little bit, just mm-hmm. to just until you get that situation straight, we we can't even really even think about getting a situation straight between us. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, man. Now with Mom Dukes at the crib acting like that, you know what I mean? Forget yeah. about it, bro. Forget nope. about it, man. But I mean, you got a good, 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 good preview of what 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 was gonna take place due to. What happened with that foster child who the only person cared about other what was you? And imagine that's your baby, you know? So that's all had to be in the forefront of your thoughts. So uh, so you left while she was pregnant, you saying? Yeah, I left while she was pregnant. This is kind of where things get kind of kind of kind of weird and kind of that's where kind of like a lot of the drama kind of starts right there. Because mm-hmm. um, I, like I told you, my parents were married so i grew up with my parents pretty right. much their whole lives right my whole lives so um you seen it done right it's i have two other sisters i have me and my i have well both of them are older than me but my oldest she me and her lived together our whole lives we got the same mom and dad and i have another sister she has a different mom and we didn't find out she's a she's about a year older than me we didn't find out until Till I was about twelve or thirteen, so that that was kind of the reason why why my parents kind of got divorced because he didn't. I mean, he didn't know either. She was kind of she was named after another guy and everything like that. So the the guy thought he was the dad, and it just was a bad situation. It was just a different situation for pretty much everyone involved, you know. And my mom just she just couldn't really couldn't really handle it pretty much just even though it really wasn't like a thing like he stepped out on her or anything like that they weren't together but it's still just kind of you know different just when you've been with somebody and you just have pop up and you have a 13 year old now mm-hmm. <laughs> it's caused a lot of different things and the going to court and the you know the drama that comes with that so it's just it kind of caused the rift so when me and my we and my child's mother were together, we would all, I would always joke just because it would just be in my head like I'm always make sure my child is mine because my my father he's been burned a couple times you know right. um, he had another uh, guy that was he thought was his son he paid child support for ten years and oh. he found out that that wasn't his child so he had one that he found out that was his and then he found out another one that that wasn't his so. That kind of always had me look at those situations and kind of be like, <laughs> I don't want to be in a situation like that. Man, I'm trying to tell you, man. And that's interesting because it seems like the state should have paid him back, reimbursed him immediately with their money, and they could have yeah. got that money back from her. That's crazy, bro. My goodness. But yeah, man, so, so you coming from that. So you already coming from, I mean, you've seen it, but you also came from you seen this fun you understand dysfunction as well you know what i mean so that's that's uh that's in making it and i understand it so in making it your that's your world so it's normal to you know there's still normalcy to it to you but 
at the same time, it's still good it all played out the way it did in that instance. But it just made you want to be a better dad. So, uh, so what happens after you leave, bro? So, um, we end up having a, we, we're still not talking, but we're still, we're still, you know, doing things for the, for the, for the baby or whatever. So we ended up having a gender reveal and, um, it was the whole argument. Um, first my mom, she was the only one that was going to know really basically the, the gender of the child she was going to, cause she threw the gender reveal. So she kind of paid for everything, you know, set up a building and everything. So. She was the one, the only one that was going to know what the gender of the child was, but her mom ended up being upset, just like, why does she have to be the one to know, and I should be, I should know too, so it ended up being both of them knowing, so it's like, just to keep it, you know, y'all both know. So once that happens, um... My child's mother, she gets mad at me like the night before the gender reveal. I'm, I don't even remember why she was she was upset, but she was just upset about something. So she basically told me the gender, like you're having a, like our daughter's going to be all right or something. She said something like that to where I would know that, that it's a girl. Like I didn't know at all. Like my mom didn't say anything. Wow. So the next so the next day at the gender reveal, you know, I got to still act like I, like I don't know. Right. So her and her mom comes to the gender reveal. They just kind of like, basically, they're just kind of like it's us against the world. Like they came in there, they sat on the other side from everyone, and they just was upset the whole time. And she had made a she had made a Facebook post that day, but I didn't pay attention to it because we was doing so much running around that day. I didn't even really look on look on social media or anything. And once the once the gender reveal was over, they they sped off and left. And then I ended up seeing it, and she said something about go only go where you're celebrated. And then her and some guy they were talking on there. And then the next day, um, probably the next yeah, it was like the next day or maybe the day after that, she posted a picture on Facebook. You know, of her in the bed with another guy, with the guy that she was seeing this on Facebook with. What the fuck? Yes. So, you know, that just automatically lets you know, like, all right, that's, it's actually, I mean, I hope you documented that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's just dark. That's typical lions. Though I don't even want to throw the lions under the bus no more. But that's typical. That's self-destructing football right there. You want to talk about football? That's having that's having a big lead because you, you know, I mean, I, I, in most states. But I mean, regardless, you can't do shit like that, bro. You do you, Sean, because you're not supposed to be worried about. I was sleeping with motherfuckers while you're pregnant. You're supposed to be worried about just getting your child here safely. That's what you're supposed to be worried about. You know what right. I mean? I mean, that's what you was... You was focused on the gender reveal. You wasn't looking on Facebook. That shit didn't make sense to you. Nothing until the next day. But yeah, man. It, it, yeah. But 
it's not your fault because you were focused on being a parent, bro. Like you should have been, bro. So then what happens? Yeah, so when that happens, and I mean, things kind of get, that's where things kind of get bad. Just pretty much, um, most of my family follows her on social. I mean, we were engaged before we had just recently had broke up. So most of my family was her friends on Facebook. So most of them, everybody pretty much seen it. Right. And a lot of people that was just, you know, like in the city that kind of knew us and kind of was happy about the situation, they kind of seen that. So right. he's only a few months pregnant. So that's kind of where people's kind of looking like now. So who is, who is, whose baby is it? If you right. only about four months pregnant and you are already posting somebody in your bed, like. Right. And then, you know, my family was kind of upset with her just basically because she knows the situation that that I just said about my father. So it's kind of, right. kind of why would you even put him through a situation where he ain't messed up? Right. No, it makes something. sense, man. You came from that. You know what I mean? So right when she pulled this card, I can imagine your people already was like, man, this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because they know it's funny business going on with what she got going on. Now, you obviously, I don't know who this person is, so it's not like I'm just fucking just picking on nobody. I'm just listening to the story from your side. I have really no, you know, a dude can be a fucking bitch. That's not it's just a word. It ain't, I ain't like, I don't, my mom raised me. It's no me being hateful or nothing like that. It's just, I was just, I'm saying what it is, how they would think about it. You know what I mean? Like, how they may think about it coming from, oh, why would you fuck with this person like that? You know what I mean? That wasn't no accident. I mean, I guess accidents do happen, but that wasn't no accident what you had did. That was that was malicious. But yeah, man, so, so then what happens? So then, um, pretty much we, um, you know, typical argument, you know, just basically, why would you, who, why would you do that, and basically, who, I mean, how long has this even been going on for you to put this on social media, I mean, I was just with you a little bit over a month ago, right. so it's like, I know you just don't meet somebody in a day and just act, and just post them on Facebook in your bed, like, for the world to see, so, come to find out, it's, a guy that she works with who I never even knew who this guy was, you know what I'm saying? She said they were friends, and then eventually, I guess after the week after I, <laughs> I left her alone, they got cool and got on a different level than friends. I And that just kind of... That just kind of made things a little bit worse, you know? Um, and then um, after that, you know, I mean, what most most guys do when they're mad, you know, you just, I'm not going to talk to her. I'm, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm not even worried about her. Like, we just going to find out when we find out. So, um, we have this, we have this event called um, Kentucky Derby down there. It's kind of. Horse racing? Yeah, yeah, the horse really? racing, yeah. So, we have the Derby. It's like two weeks, a couple weeks after that. The gender reveal. And I went out somewhere and she kind of seen me on Facebook or seen my, seen my little stories and she ends up writing me, she ends up writing me a message on social media basically just like, 
I'm worried. I'm worried about being seen by females, and that's all I'm worried about. And just basically just cussing me out, just talking real, real bad to me. So she eventually, about a week or so after that, she kind of. I went to a birthday party and it was a girl's birthday party. It was at a at a bar, so I went up there. And her friend had seen me and a couple of my friends there, so she told her I was there. And she, I guess, she assumed that me and this me and this one girl were were together. So she started basically just making fake pages. Dog again, no. But you said all this was after. She posted the picture of the dude yeah, the day yeah, after. The, so, yeah. man, what in the fuck difference do it make? You wasn't doing anything, bro. Wrong. You just, just out, bro. Just You know what I mean? Really? You trying to figure out, like, okay, some dude was just pounding on my kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fucking pissed off trying to get through it. Trying not to fucking fuck your case up before you get to court. Trying not to fucking, you know what I mean? You don't sound like you got a criminal record to me, but fuck, a motherfucker torturing you like that with your seed, bro. You know what I mean? Just put it's been. I've had lots of dads on here put talking about being in really bad mental spaces over this shit, bro. So I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean it. It definitely put me in a bad mental space. I mean, I just had to act like it didn't really. It didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. Just like my granny would just call me crying every day just because she didn't want me to be in a situation like, like how my dad was. And mm. it, it definitely took a toll on me, but, you know. See, and she, hey, but you know what? Hey, 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 and it is really fucked up. I mean, you the same age. I'm a year older than you. So my real grandparents ain't, ain't here to see none of this movie. If your grandmother, real grandmother, is alive, that is a plus. You know what I mean? And she's here to see this shit happen, unfold. She raised your, she, you know, she raised your fuck. She raised, she raised one of your parents. You feel me? Your dad, I'm guessing. So, I feel like if she's still here, that's one person who could real life, who's seen it, one generation of strength at it. You know what I mean? And it sucks she got to see it, but like. Again, at least y'all in Kentucky. And I don't know where your story about to end or go. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how, 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 where you at now with it. But, but yeah, I'm just saying that's a plus, bro. It's a good thing she's around to witness it and see it. And like, it do hurt, but like, you got her right now. So it's added strength, added wisdom, added all that. And she's seen it. This is her second time now. So yeah, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, um, yeah, basically, she, she just started making just different fake pages and kind of harassing the female and basically just yeah. telling the female that I left my family. Just, yeah. you know, things to try to get a female to, you know, just try not to talk to you. and All while being, you and that person ain't even really like that. Nah, and this shit yeah, making it extra weird. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So then it just gets to the point because I'm just I'm just one of those. I just don't want no drama. So it's kind of like I just told the girl, like, we just don't even need to talk no more until I, I get all this stuff squared away. Like, I can't talk to nobody. I'm not trying to talk to nobody because 
This is just this is just an ugly situation right here. Right. So basically, my child's mom, she just um still just basically just like one night she one night she was just outside of my house just sitting in the car for like hours. Doing what? Just, just sitting there. While you was, <laughs> while she was pregnant. Yeah, just sitting, just just sitting in the car, you know what I'm saying? And then eventually, I walked out just to see like what's what's the problem, like what's going on? Why are you, why are you even here? And then just basically just, you know, she would do these things like she wanted to kill herself or harm herself. Mm, been there. So she, yeah, so she was just going to a spiel about if I can be with you, I don't want to, I don't want to live anymore, and then I'm gonna. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna end it all, you know what I'm saying? So right. she would speed off and just just speed off and just say, I'm gonna end everything. So now let's talk about this for a quick second. She's saying these things while she's pregnant. So what what were some of your thoughts? Like where you where, where would you go? Would you what would you do? Like would you just like tell the people around you? Would you go to authorities or what would you take would you tell what would you do? What was you doing in these instances? Cause we don't um, talk about like people threatening to kill themselves or harm themselves. Cause in in our really culture and community are too much. It ain't really is talk like we talk more about not get get fucking around in the streets. And we got that down pat as far as you know talking about it and shit. But we won't necessarily talk about what if such and such talk about killing themselves. How to play that movie out? So what'd you do? Um, usually I would just try to talk to some of her family members, just basically just telling her just to, just to talk to her and calm her down and just get her, you know what I'm saying? I just try to be nicer to her because even though I'm, I'm not really thinking about a relationship with, I still don't want her to do anything to herself mm -hmm. or at that time she's pregnant, do anything to harm a, harm a child that's, that's innocent, you know what I'm saying? They don't. So yeah, man, and the and the and I always thought telling that person's people would be the best thing too. But when you think about it, her people are gonna do as best what they think. They don't want to exactly. see her go to no. They don't want to see her go to no place for a minute where you go when you. They you know what I mean. They don't want to see the the no white coat doctor give her pills that have her fucking zombied out for fucking days and got crazy side effects until they get the right one. They don't want to see all that. So to avoid it, they just say, look, we're going to do this thing in the house, which, Hey, you know what I'm saying? If that's the route, but that's literally dads out there. If you're listening, if you tell whoever, if you tell your child's mother, people that chances are pretty high, they're going to keep it in house. They're not going to do exactly what, what needs to be done, especially not what needs to be done. To help your case out, you know what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta, you know. Especially if you if you know what it is and what it ain't. But yours is actually a little different because you were just done and shit, and you were kind of just like this person was talking about that shit because they wanted to be with you type shit. But exactly. I'm just saying that's why it's important we hear these stories because there might be a dad out there whose situation is like yours. So let's go ahead. So you say, uh, so you say, so you say, uh. So you, you, all right. So where, 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 where are we now? So what year are we in? 
as far um, as in your story? Is this twenty? Is this twenty twenty now? Because I was trying to pay attention. It sounded like. No, nah, this is this is still like this is still twenty nineteen. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, so, yeah. The Derby in nineteen. Okay. Right. So um, after that, I guess she kind of calmed down a little bit. Um, I'm not I'm not messing with anybody to where she can still keep contacting them. So everything's kind of just pretty chill. Um, so then that's when she she calls me and basically um, her daughter's dad, I guess she's supposed to, her other daughter, she's supposed to spend some time with her dad this summer and go down there. He lived in Miami. Right. So was supposed, she was supposed to meet him in Atlanta and take her down there. Right. And she wanted me to drive. What? And, you know, yeah. <laughs> and the thing about it was, the whole time me and her was together, I've never seen him before. Right. So, so why the fuck you want me to be there? Like, I'm going to be in your picture. No, figure this movie out by yourself. <laughs> what the hell? Come on, exactly. bro. That's what I should have did, you know what I'm saying? But it was just something in me. I kind of wanted her to see her actual dad, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was a thing of like, I oh, never, yeah. I didn't know what, what the situation was. All I know is he just wasn't around. I don't know why he wasn't around really, or if he could have been around, I didn't know. All I knew was I was with her and she said he wasn't around. So I, you know what I'm saying? I treated her like she was mine, but I still know even within that, she still needs a connection with her actual biological father. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, you was just looking out dad to dad. So you take the right. trip to Miami. Yeah, so we meet, yeah, we meet him in Atlanta. And, um, he, we meet them, we meet up in Atlanta. He just takes her from there. So the whole time when we was, when we got to Atlanta, you know, um, it was basically just like, we met him at the airport, you know, me and him talked for a second and, Told him he was gonna chop it up or whatever, and they left, and it was pretty much basically like one of those things where we're just gonna hang out here today, and then we're gonna get back on the road tomorrow, just because you didn't really want to just hop. I didn't really just want to hop back on the highway, basically. Mm-hmm. So you know, just being around the city, um, she kind of gets up, starts getting upset, just basically because we go on a different. I just basically like want to go eat, um, just hanging out, just like you would just go somewhere like if you out out of town, basically. Yeah. Looking at it like we we're on a couples trip, and I'm just looking at it like we're not on a couples trip. We're we're just being cordial with each other. Right. He's expecting me to take a picture with her and like post it on social media and basically just like show people that we're together, and it's like. We're not together. We're yeah, just. You want me to be a sucker? Exactly. After you jumped on there and did that shit just a couple weeks ago. You want it, me to jump on there and do some sucker shit, man? Yeah. How yeah. would that even look like? You just posted a guy in your bed, like. Mm-hmm. So. Uh. So you guys are on this trip, and uh, she basically wants you to um, look like a couple. Uh, and you know, you really just go down, you're just down here to support her for this 
you know, and meet the other, meet the other baby dad involved, which is something you wanted to do anyways, which was good that you got to have that connection and bridge that gap. So then what happens, G? So, um, we ended up, I ended up letting her take a picture, but I didn't let her post it, you know, so. Mm -hmm. After that, we ended up going back, we ended up going back to Louisville that next day. And, I mean, she pretty much was, we was getting ready for, um, for a baby shower. Um, my parents, my mom basically, yeah, my mom basically threw a baby shower for her, so we was getting ready for that. And in the process of doing that, you know, was, she was pretty much just talking about how she, just wanted me to be there for the family and try to forgive her and things like that and mm -hmm. I mean at the time you just trying to the only thing that's on your mind as a father is like you just won't be around the child you just don't want to have to go through a situation where you're not able to see your child and you're not able to, mm -hmm. so you kind of torn a little bit because you know you really don't want to do it but it's like it's the only way you can kind of see your child until mm -hmm. you kind of at least figure something now to try to see what what you can do to try to get out of the situation and still still be around your child. Now, at this time, were you aware of Kentucky's? Where it did Kentucky was Kentucky a fifty fifty state at this time? Um, yes, they were, but at the time, I, I wasn't even aware of that. For Okay, you weren't even aware yet. Okay. Nah, because a lot of people that I've known, they they had kids that was a little bit older, so. In their situation, they didn't even know that it was fifty-fifty. So, right. Most of most of the stories I was hearing from people, they kind of didn't even have those that opportunity. So they was just kind of telling me their experience. So I didn't even know to even I didn't even think that it that that was even possible anywhere really. Right, right, right. That's crazy, man. And you know, again, uh, well. Kentucky, and I'll say it a million times on this podcast, should have signs on every single street post and post and fucking it should be on every it should be it should be on all of the social medias for you guys when you guys are scrolling on Facebook, Instagram, the state should be freely giving out that information. They should be paying for ads. They should be going into high schools and telling these young kids. They should be you know what I mean? It should be a commercial right after uh, the commercial for not drinking and driving or something like that. You know, it should be some other information that's important. Like, hey, we're Kentucky. We're the only one of the 50 states that have presumptive 50-50 for, for fathers. The only state in America. We're the Lone Ranger. Out of all these fucking states, we're the only one who, who's doing the right thing. Us. Kentucky. It's crazy that it dads didn't. There's dads there that don't know, and it's not broadcasted like that. Like to be the hero, and for dads in that state to not know that you guys are the, the hero. That is crazy to me, bro. It is freaking crazy to me, bro. I must say that is crazy shit. How how are they not telling people? Why well, I know why. You know what I mean. But yeah. So then what happened? Bro. So then we had to 
we ended up having a baby shower and I mean we was kind of being cool and trying to I guess stick around for the child and she got that's when um she ended up having the baby or whatever and she had to get a c-section so I was pretty much the only one that was able to be back there and it was kind of one of those situations where it was if I'm not trying to make it work, then <laughs> I'm not going to be the one in the back to kind of see her be born. So it's one of those things like right. you just want to kind of just try to make it work so you can be there. It's something you don't want to really miss, the child being born or whatever. Especially, I mean, your first child, you want to be there to see her be born. So... That's what's up, man. So you got to see your daughter be born, man. How was that for you with it being a C-section and everything? Um, it was, it was, it was good. It wasn't bad. I mean, I was kind of scared of the whole situation if it would have been the other way around. Kind of just <laughs> how, how you hear those stories about how people pass out and stuff. So I was kind of <laughs> right. Yeah, I kind of felt a little bit better. That I wasn't gonna see it like that. So. Right. It wasn't a bad experience, and then I got to, I was actually the first person to get the holder and everything, so that kind of made, that kind of made it good, too. Awesome. That's what's up, man, and you know, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I understand how powerful it is for you to get to be there at birth, like I got a chance to see, talk to dads that didn't get the chance to be there, you know, they, they like I had talked to a dad, I want to say, two days ago and he didn't know his daughter was born to two days after you know he's like what the hell you already had my baby <laughs> like what I thought that I, I'm trying to go I'm trying what no it, she was already on the way home from the hospital he's like dog what the hell you know I'm calling to see when how you feeling and shit and when it's going down like what the fuck you know what I mean <laughs> like what what in the world so like that yeah so yeah, that shit is definitely crazy, man. It's good that you got a chance to hold, hold, uh, hold her for the first chance. Be the first person to hold her. That's hard, man. Heck yeah. So then what happens? So then, um, she pretty much has the baby. We're in the hospital, and um, she kind of needed to stay for. A couple more days because our blood pressure was kind of running high so we ended up having to stay there for a couple that couple more days longer so we ended up staying there probably almost a week total and um during that during that um process probably about three days after she was born one of my grandfathers he had passed away mm -hmm. while in the hospital and um, it was just a, I mean, it was a difficult process because it's kind of like one of those situations where, I mean, you kind of glad, glad your grandparents got to see, you know, that's one of the things you kind of hope that you, you're able to have your grandparents see a child be born. And then it's like, you didn't even really get to experience it that much. Ah, uh, yeah, but I mean, you sent them a picture type deal? 
Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's seen it. I mean, he was excited and everything. It was just one of those situations like you well, kind of happy about one thing and then then that happens and kind of brings yeah. you kind of down a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. But you know God good, though. He kept him around just long enough to see him. You feel me? Yeah. That's beautiful, bro, because my grandfather had passed. One of them passed years before, but I mean, he he would have had. I, I I knew him good as he like. Oh, it wasn't like ten, fifteen years or nothing. He passed maybe like three years, three or four years, and then my other grandfather had passed literally while while my baby mom was pregnant with my first with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? So my first. The child, so I was like, "Damn, man, he would have been so pumped to see her too." But whatever, you know what I'm saying? You, you how how the dice roll and shit like that. So it's like, you know, whatever he sent our way, we gotta be ready to. We gotta, you know what I mean? Whatever he sent, we gotta be ready to. Shit, take those, take that head and play it to the best of our ability. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. So so then what happened? So then, um, yeah, lost tough than a mug. But yeah, that's a piece to your grandfather too, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, Feels man. I, yeah, um, pretty much just that whole wake and funeral process, just kind of being around mm-hmm. family, and then that's kind of where me and her kind of had a had a little disagreement because kind of like she's only thinking about me being around her you know just thinking about why am I still down and it's been a couple days since it happened like it's just one of those things like it's just you're not just gonna feel better in a day like you just be act like it didn't happen like yeah heck yeah no it is tough to act you know what I'm saying just keep going through life you know what I mean? After after a death like that, especially when how depend how close you are to death, you know, but like shit, I I won't Matt I, I almost wanna say since April I've lost two of my teammates. You know what I mean? Two two friends. And I'm starting to realize how close like how how regular death becomes to you. And you still hurt, and a part of your hurt, your heart hurt when somebody died. Depending on how close to death you like, you know, two people dying since April when it's June, you know, is that's. I mean, shit, it, but it happened all the time, type shit. So like, but at the same time, I mean, to people, but at the same time, like, when somebody's super close to you passed. It depends, you know what I'm saying? It's like shit. That shit could really break a motherfucker, you know. Yeah. It could really break you. You know what I mean? Not necessarily break you, but it could it could feel you know, that shit is never it's never easy. You know what I mean? Even if you spiritual, you in the word, all of that's still hard, man, to take loss, you know? So then what happens? Then um I mean we pretty much Got to a, it kind of got to a point to me where it just was like, it's probably not gonna work. I mean, she's just pretty much just only thinking about herself. Even when it came to like the, 
the baby. She's only worrying about like why am I so into the baby and <laughs> just thinking about pretty much to me like the wrong things. Like you're not really thinking about the kids and like being a parent to your kids. Like you're really just thinking about like your only focus is only on if me and you gonna be back together like you trying to talk about let's go down to the courthouse and get married and let's do this and let's do that and it's like my priority is really just my daughter right now I'm not really trying to rush into something like that we not even on that type of page right now yeah no man see yeah man and that's something that we had Daniel talk about the other night man when I talked to him he was talking about basically he was saying like his child's mother was upset that like every time they got around he got around her his daughter his daughter liked him more you know and like so she would just like do some crazy shit and just dip with his daughter dip with his daughter you know for Forever, you know. The first time, four years. The second time, he, she dipped with him for shit. She, he he ain't seen her, bro, since she was four. It's twenty twenty one. He ain't seen her since she was four, bro. So like that, you know what I mean? That shit is just crazy to me, bro. He's been spending this whole last time fighting. She's just not about to be eighteen. He not got to get in enjoy. You know, sometimes I think, damn, I'm missing. I miss so much time. But then it's like, bro. Daniel didn't get any time with his daughter, bro. That shit is just wild to me, bro. Wow. But, yeah. She was mad that he was into the baby. Aren't you supposed to be into the baby? You were dad. You know what I mean? You care about your kid. It's what you're here for. You're here for your daughter, man. You know what I mean? You, you're trying to be a good dad. But the crazy part is she should be there for her daughter, too. You know what I'm saying? And what shouldn't be about y'all. And that's what's so powerful to me. For my friends, as parents, even the ones that step parents, taking taking it, making it about your... It's about these babies. You know what I mean? It's never about what you necessarily got going on with. Yeah. You know it's about these babies, bro. It's about these damn babies, bro. So yeah, man. So So she's so you so you leave? How old is your daughter when you leave? Um when I left she was about she was about three months probably. Yeah. So you got out of there. Uh, did you just like leave or type deal? Was um, I didn't just like. I mean, we had a conversation before. I didn't just kind of just leave, but did oh um, well, like did you get to see? Did you get to see your baby? Yeah, when I yeah when I left when I first left, you know, I mean, I was getting to see her. It was pretty. I mean, it wasn't bad, but I guess it was kind of like. She was still kind of holding on that it was just something temporary type of thing because she was still trying to make it work. But I was just kind of like, 
I just don't want to do. I don't want to do it anymore. Like this is not gonna. Right. This is this is not gonna work at all. So I, mean, I was I was I was getting there all the time. We was it was we was doing good. We was co-parenting. Um, I was sending her. I mean, anything she needed, even when. I mean, anything she needed, I would make sure she had it. And, mm. I mean, with me, I was, we was good. So, and then her other daughter, I would, I mean, I would let her come too if she wanted to come. I mean, it was pretty good. And then, and then she kind of realized that I wasn't, I wasn't trying to, it wasn't going to work basically. Like, right. kind of realized that, like, he's not coming back. Now, once she realized that you weren't coming back, were, were you still? Was there was there a point where she started stop letting you see your daughter? Yeah, this is when um actually she had yeah she had realized that I wasn't coming back. I mean she was she was kind of upset and kind of sending like messages like she was gonna kill herself and she didn't want to live anymore. And, Basically, stuff like that, and usually when that happens, I would just, I would just end up being back with her and kind of not wanting her to do anything to herself. And that time, it was just like, I'm not gonna let you just, I'm not gonna let you send this type of stuff, and then I'm just gonna get back with you just because you. You chose to send this message, which I noticed you sending these just to try to get my attention and try to make me feel bad for you and try to be around you just to make sure you don't you don't try to do that to yourself, knowing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, man, them death threats, man. Um, did you keep their death threats? The death yeah. threat message. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. Okay. That's good for you, man. That's good for you because, uh... So then, um... You gotta try to... You trying to win something, you know. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So then, um... She had, um... Went to a party one night. She went to a, a club called Virtue here. And she had got into a fight. And... A lot of people still thought we were together because I didn't really, I didn't really kind of, I didn't really, I mean, I didn't tell people that we had broke up or I didn't kind of advertise like me being single or anything like that. I was just pretty much just focused on the baby. So pretty much if you were not in like my immediate family, you didn't even know. You probably thought we were still together. So a lot of people were basically calling me like, letting me know she's out here fighting and Damn. basically so yeah so so they were calling you while she was fighting type deal yeah calling me letting me know she just got into a fight and where the baby was at were you nah she was with she was with um she was with one of her friends i was supposed to get her i was supposed to get her that morning so I was already in bed. I was already in bed, basically, like, got to get her in the morning and then basically planning out my day. So I wasn't even, I was in the bed. Right. I didn't know that she went out. 
I'm thinking, I'm thinking she's at home, so. Right. That's crazy. She should have been at the crib with her baby, man. You had to drop the baby off with a friend. Just be at the crib with the baby. You know what I'm saying? Be at home with your baby, man. Raise your baby, man. You out at the club scrapping. So then what happens? So um, the place that the place that she fought at is kind of like a, it's like a pregame kind of kind of club where they close pretty early. They close at like probably like twelve o'clock. So a lot of people leave there and then they go to the actual club. So it's kind of like the chill spot to kind of drink and just get just pregame basically. So I kind of knew where she was probably going to go. So I went to this, I ended up going to this club just to basically just try to get her to go home. And I didn't, I didn't end up seeing her, but I seen the person that she fought. And I mean, I'm pretty much just told me, she pretty much just told me what happened and it was just like <laughs> this don't even make no sense. Like she got two kids at home. What is she even like it's don't even this don't even make no sense to me for real, so I ended up I ended up texting her, letting her know like I know you got into a fight, you need to go home, you need to wherever you at, you need to get, you need to go home and we gotta have a talk. So that next day, we ended up we ended up having a talk, and I'm pretty much just asked like asking her like, "What are you doing fighting? Like, you got two kids. Like, what's the purpose of you going out just to fight people? And you're not even supposed to be out. You're supposed to be at home with your kids." Like, so then that's when she she kind of got mad and said some guy he was fighting for her, and she went into a spill about this guy. And, then she put him on the phone and she called him and had him on the phone and he basically was got on the phone telling me like I'm gonna be laid up with your daughter and this that and the third and <laughs> he said he was gonna do what now? he said he was gonna be laid up with my daughter and you know like this that and the third and laid up with your daughter what, what, yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> That's exactly what I said. So I'm like, I mean, at this point, I'm 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 mad now because I don't even know who this is. I don't even know who who this person is, even on the phone. Like, why is she even called whoever whoever he was at the time? And so so like this, you said what? So so then what happens, man? So 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 you tell this motherfucker on the phone talking about he about to be laying with your kid and shit. So what, what? And I just, and you know, so 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 what? How that? How that? How that? How that convo in? What? What? What go down in? What? What? Cause she's standing right there telling you, got dog on the phone. Where you yeah. baby at? Why she got this motherfucker on the horn? Yeah. So, so I mean, we we kind of exchanged words or whatever. So then that's, I mean, I'm upset now. So I'm I'm telling her like I don't even want you by me no more. Like. I'm about to leave. You about to? I'm, I'm gone, man. So I ended up. I ended up leaving, and I found out who the person was. Cause, I mean, me and him just had this exchange of words, and I didn't know that I know. I didn't know that I knew him until after the fact. 
Oh, so somebody you already knew, he knew yeah. he knew you and shit. He just didn't want to motherfucker say who he was. Yeah. What a hoe, yeah. huh? <laughs> just go ahead and just put that out there. Obviously, that's not personal or nothing. But, like, I'm just not for no stuff like that, man. I don't understand why you would never put... Tell somebody else you're going to be kicking it with their kids and shit like that. I'm not for no type of shit like that. You know what I mean? And I'm glad nobody, like, went out the way to come tell me no fuck shit like that, man. Because that would have actually... You know what I mean? I'm telling you, bro. That ain't no shit. You know, like, not having my kids, bro. I couldn't even look at pictures of my kids. I was so fucked up about that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? A motherfucker could come come out the way talking about he finna be kicking it with my kid. So you coming to tell me like 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 what you you standing on an emblem in the middle of my field type shit? You know what come with that? You know yeah. what I mean, bro? I don't understand. What 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 what? what? Yeah, land winner. Nah, bro. You tripping, 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 bro. And you know, I don't I don't I don't tolerate that kind of shit. Now I do I understand, man, like you what kind of cause you know, and I know you understand too, bro, because you a stepdad. You was talking about what kind of stepdad you was. So I don't understand why 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 she doing why she would do that, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's and it's yeah, that shit, that shit, that shit Yeah, that shit crazy, dog. That shit crazy. And it is her fault. But still, dog, you don't do no shit like that. Like, there's been lots of dads on this podcast who are dads to, to, to other men's children, bro. And they don't do anything but mention trying to be the best dads, giving these children two, two dads and trying to encourage him to be a dad. Shit, even you said you went to take a dad, a dad, a dad, his kid, bro. Now, why is it? Why, why would this dude jump on the horn and treat you like that and, and get to acting like that? Because why? Because he's nice, you know, because he's soft-spoken and chill. Why do that, dog? Why, why, why take advantage of, the you know, life like that, bro? Like, bro, just because you can, just because you can be, you know, just because you strong don't mean you got to live heavy shit all the time. If that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to go around fucking just... Being like that, bro, or feeding into people energy who trying to get you to do the whole shit. You know, if your girl trying to tell you to do some shit like that, number one, you shouldn't be talking to her. That should show you when you have a kid with her, she going to do some shit like that to you. Talking exactly. about tell him you going to do this and this when I call him this, though. I'm going to call him and all this. Hold on, ma'am. You going to do that to me? <clears throat> I wish somebody would ask me to do some shit like that. I ain't talking to this motherfucker, bro. That's y'all shit, for real. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Come on now. <laughs> you want me to hit him up and say, what? Dude, you you kicking it with this motherfucker. But, I mean, you know, she, he ain't, you know. Still, it go back to her, though. Not just, not doing that. You know what I mean? Not hitting yeah. the motherfucker up. Why she talking to you, bro? What is you hitting this motherfucker up for? You know? Let him let that be. What Yeah, man. So then what happens, bro? What transpires from that? And and I'm sorry I had to hang on that for a minute, but it bothered me because I'm thinking to myself, like, bro, if you're a dad, if you if you're a stepdad, bro, be that, bro. At any degree. I can't you you know, you just got done saying you take someone you took someone else, their kid. 
And now here this dude is talking to you like this, bro. Like you're not a stand-up human being. That ain't right. You know what I mean? Fuck that. That ain't right. Yeah, but go ahead. So, um, thanks. That next day she had daycare and we were like, she didn't have a car seat, so I would let her just use my car seat. Like, he's not with me. If I give it to her, then I would just let her take the car seat, too. Just, I mean, because I'm not using it. So, but when she go to daycare, you can just leave it. If you take her to daycare, then you just leave the car seat when I pick her up. If I take her to daycare, you just leave the car seat there so you can pick her up. Right. So, I goes to pick her up to, to pick her up from daycare, and they tell me that I got taken off of it. I'm not able to get her, and <laughs> and um. They tell you, you can't pick your daughter up. Yeah, I can't pick her up. The car seat's not there. I'm not on the list anymore. So I calls her, like, it's like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? And that's what she was just basically saying, that I wasn't going to be able to see her. And I can't get, I can't pick her up. I can only see her if I feel, when she feels like it's, Dog. Bro, this is so crazy because what year is this taking place in? You said what? What year was this taking place? Um, This was actually the beginning of 2020. So, this is happening while Kentucky is a 50-50 state. Right. Here's a whole bunch of people hijacking your kid, a whole bunch of dumbasses. The motherfucking pl- the motherfucking people at the place talking about you're not on the list. Listen, bitch, I'm going to just flat out tell you. You don't know the law. You're not going to help this motherfucking lady hijack my kid. I know you're doing your job. But your job ain't to hijack nobody's kid, flat out. You don't know the law. Your job don't know the law. The policy don't know the law. Apparently, we I'm hearing a whole bunch of ignorant people in here. You know what I mean? And it wasn't your fault either. But, like, had you had known. But, again, it's not your fault. It's not the lady's fault. You wouldn't have been wrong for cussing her out. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't anyone's fault. It's the state's fault. Why wouldn't they be telling the people of the fucking state that you guys are the lone ranger in... The future. You know what I mean? You're the Lone Ranger of the future. You guys are the ones, bro. And they're not even telling nobody? Come on, man. Let them Title Four funds go, bro. Let it do what it's supposed to do. You're trying to leave it up to the attorneys to get paid to tell these people it's 50-50. They're trying to not tell people so the attorneys can keep marching people into court. <sighs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. Marching people into court all to act like they fighting a fight when they already got the rights. That's some, that's some, sh- man. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead, bro. Yeah, so, after that, I mean, we got into a little argument, basically. Um, he ended up, I ended, I ended up going home, and she, um, when I was going home, she sent me a, she sent me a, a cash at request for the, for the daycare. 
the one you can't get your kid from no more, the mother, the one where the ladies help try to hijack your kid, that right. one. Yeah. I ain't got no money for that. <laughs> the people tried to hijack my baby. Well, let me see my baby. Come on. Quit playing with me, man. Hijack my baby. I come here. It was your day, right? I remember you saying you guys were switching cars on and off, switching cars. So you just show up one day and they tried to owe you. How, bro? I let this lady see my car all the time, bro. And you use car seats, man. So they was your car seats too? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. What the hell? You done threw my car seats and somebody else went. You talk about I'm out. You gonna box me out? Yeah, dog. Not knowing the law, bro, really hurt you in this instance, bro. And it wasn't your fault either, man. It wasn't your fault. But go ahead. Yeah, so, um, sent the cash out real quick. I mean, I ended up basically just telling them I'm not, I'm not sending you no cash out if I can't <laughs> see my. That's not about to happen. I'm not about to send mm-hmm. you. I can't even see her for no reason. Mm-hmm. So then she had, she had um, he sent a group text. She sent a group text to my to my mom and my dad. We saying nobody's gonna be able to see her because he he didn't give me this. He didn't send this to me for for her daycare, so nobody's gonna be able to see her. Just letting them know they're not going to be able to see her either. So at that point, that was when I—that's when I was like, I gotta get the lawyer and gotta—I gotta go to court. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna be able to keep going through that. So you get a lawyer. How much you pay for your lawyer, and then what happens? Um, I paid about paid about. 2004 for the Lord starting off. Damn, man, that is crazy. She's yeah. starting off, you said. Ooh, that mean they got more cheese about you. All for it to be a 50-50 state. Them, them lawyers, greasy. Oh, it's a greasy state. Goodness gracious. They do the right thing and keep it on the law. That shit crazy. Go ahead though, man. So, so you hired this lawyer for two minutes. Then what happened? Then um, we started. Uh, that's when we started the court process. I mean, basically they were. That's when I did find out about the the fifty fifty. Then pretty much, and that was when I didn't. I mean, I didn't know nothing about it because most people was just kind of. Most people was telling me basically just get visitation that's all you can really try to get right now so that's what i was thinking that's what i was coming in thinking like i didn't even know i could even get more than that like i was gonna try to but i was just thinking like it's probably not it's probably not gonna work type deal huh yeah nah see and, and 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 that's not your fault it's your state's fault Cause they got the they they they're doing the right thing, not telling anyone. You know what I mean? Like what? They're not telling nobody. Like dog. 
let it be known where's a state like all right i i'm in a state where it's known to be uh just flat out one way which most states are just flat out one way but like so with that being said i know what counties in the close proximity which ones are worse than other ones as far as who's a little bit more lenient because I'm out here fucking looking into it, asking, taking stories, shit like that. But at the same time, the counties that are a little more lenient for dads should be fucking advertising it somewhere. If fatherlessness is a problem, fatherlessness is a problem, then why aren't we advertising for dads? Like, where isn't there more push for it? You feel me? There should be more push for it. It should be more motherfuckers, like, put, it should be pushed, bro. Like, push it. You feel me? Like, put it, if you were in a 50-50 state, plaster that shit everywhere, bro. Fatherlessness could be fixed right here in Kentucky. All the KY should be known for fucking 50-50, not for people from here taking trips there, damn it. It should be known for fucking 50-50, just like it is. You know what I mean? It should be known for 50-50. But no one knows. That's crazy, bro. So so you get this lawyer, and and, and folks are putting pressure on you to just get visitation, and you feel like damn near backed up against the wall, even though literally you are one of the luckiest men in the state because you live in Kentucky. I mean, in the nation because you live in Kentucky. You just didn't know. So then what happens? So then um, basically we just going through the normal process, I mean, the, the judge is kind of basically just telling us all our options, and I mean, pretty much just letting us know, all, basically, and during that time, I mean, she's, I mean, you know what most people try to do when they go to court, they try to make you a villain or something yeah. like, so a lot of the things were just kind of, what, what were the options? You said the judge gave you guys some options. I mean, yeah, ba- I mean, basically try to try to figure it out a fifty-fifty schedule, pretty much together, or, or it was a fifty-fifty schedule. Oh, okay, uh, okay. That, now we talking. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. All right, yeah, that yeah, no, that's cool. So. Okay, so what was your lawyer doing at this point? Because, I mean, if those was the two options, because that's the state, what the state do, what did the lawyer have to do? He kind of just, like, waltzed you through the dance pretty much, though. Right, and, I mean, she's still trying to not, you know, think that it way around it, you know, because she, I mean, she's, kind of listening to other she's kind of listening to her mother and her mother's from texas so she's kind of listening to what she's telling her in the court process and she really know anything about the court process here either so oh she thought it was gonna be the same song and dance huh yeah so she's basically thinking like she's gonna bait bait the railroad in the court no, <laughs> you in the wrong spot for that. So then, so then, how to play? 
So then, so then um one day that one day we, cause the cause we had a temporary schedule and we, yeah, so we got everything with with our official schedule. So I was so I was able to see her again. So I was able to see my daughter and kind of spend that, get that. Just have that temporary schedule until we got a real schedule. So we would meet up at um we would meet up at the mall and kind of just exchange whenever we whenever we was making an exchange or anything like that. And um the guy the guy that um the guy that she that had that she had on the phone. Uh-huh. I I was around a girl that he had used to he had just not long ago stopped talking to. Right. So one day one day um one day the day before we were supposed to meet, um my child's mother she kinda texted me, basically let me know that she was in the hospital and he's probably not gonna be able to She's probably not going to be able to meet up with me tomorrow. Her mom's going to have to and going to have to meet me there. And basically, if she's she's going to be in the hospital unless something different changes, she was going to let me know. So I was just like, all right. And I ended up, she ended up never getting back to me. So I just figured she was in the hospital. And, um, the girl, the girl that, that the guy she talked to, she she was with me. She was with me when I went to go when I went to go make an exchange because we was all having we was all about to go have me, her, and some people we was about to go have some drinks or whatever. She was already near me, so I was it was like, let's I can just ride with you. So I was like, all right. So then when I seen, so then we exchanged. My child's mother, she was there. So when she seen the girl, I mean, she basically, she basically got upset, threw stuff at my car, and tried to cause a big scene or whatever, and basically tried to bust my windows out and all that. So I ended up leaving. And as I was leaving, she was like, I mean, when I was leaving, she was like, "You're not gonna, see your, you're not gonna see your daughter Friday, because that was the next day that I was supposed to get her back." Mm-hmm. So when I was leaving, I text my lawyer and just let her know, like, she's saying I'm not gonna be able to see the child. Basically, just letting her know everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking she's just not gonna let me see her. I'm just thinking she's just not gonna bring her Friday. But that following morning, I ended up having an EPO put taken out on me. On you? Yeah. <laughs> For what? She attacked your car because she was mad. Yeah. Plus, you had a witness on the scene. So far, what? Yeah, she said I tried to um, run over with my car. And she just said a whole bunch of stuff to get them to get them to enforce the EPO or whatever. Right. And um. During that process, I mean, that, that was 14 days until we had to go to court so to see the judge. So basically, 
I didn't get to see my daughter for those 14 days because she put her in the EPO too, basically. Right. So I wasn't, able to, I wasn't able to see her for those 14 days until we went back to court. So during those during those 14 days, the guy that she the guy that she was dealing with, I mean, he ends up calling the girl. He ends up calling the girl that was in the car with me, not knowing that she was the girl in the car with me. Right. Because it was kind of dark. It was kind of late. Like she couldn't really tell who was in the car. She could just tell it was somebody in the car with me. Right. But she really didn't kind of make a effort to kind of look and see who it was. She just she just knew it was somebody in there, and that's when she kind of started acting acting silly. So he didn't know that. It was her in the car with me, so he basically he's talking to her or whatever, and then he ends up, I end up coming up somehow. So that's when he starts saying all this stuff about, about I tried to hit up with a car and all of this. That's pretty much what she was just like, nah, that didn't, that didn't happen. That's not happened. I mean, I was there, like... <laughs> So he's caught off guard now because she's letting him know, like, I, that was me in the car. Like, I seen it. Like, she's literally crazy. Right. That's crazy, man. So he had her, she had him thinking you tried to hit him with the car. You hit her with the car. You ain't hit nobody with no damn car. She was on the tip. You had a witness in there. You know what I mean? And you ain't yeah. filed a damn PPO, bro. Well, this person got somebody in the car with him, and like he don't got a witness right there. You know what I mean? You taking that shit to court, bro? He has a witness in the car, though. You feel me? How you gonna? You gonna? You gonna, they gonna? You so they gonna come in here and test? Them. That means they gotta have a super. Mind you, you've been fighting. You fought in the club. You know what I mean? Not you, person. Not you, but. Your baby mom been fighting in the club. She been emotional, this, that, and the third. Wanna talk about killing herself, this, that, and the third. You ain't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? What you was doing wrong, bro. You trying to be with your daughter, bro. That ain't even the type of energy. You don't even seem like you, you know what I mean? You, you chill, bro. You ain't necessarily, you know. That's crazy, bro. So then what happens? So then, um... After she told them everything, I mean, I guess they had they had finished their little conversation or whatever, mm-hmm. and then um, she had let me know about the conversation, mm-hmm. and then that's when kind of me and her kind of I kind of basically let her know like I mean like I really don't want to be in that little triangle they got going on or like. Whatever he do or whatever she do, that's on that's on him. I'm trying to get my daughter like Right. And I don't I'm not trying to play these games like you you talking about how he's trying to talk to you. She's worrying about me, he's worrying about and I'm just trying to get my daughter. Right. Like, my goal, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like my goal isn't to let my child's mother know like this is what just happened with the guy and the girl who was in the car, like, she don't even, she didn't even know, she don't even know anything about that conversation. Right. Or anything like that. And that's not, that wasn't my place to even 
that's not nothing that I'm worried about. You right. do what you do, whatever happens in your situation is is your situation. All I'm worried about is my child and at this point I'm getting upset because it's like we in court about everything else but my child, you know what I'm saying? Right. The things that you have a problem with me about is it's not about me being a bad father or I'm a it's about your about your anger towards me not wanting to be with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And my issues with you are about your parenting. And even those issues, I'm still trying to take the child away from you. I'm just trying to get my rights from the child. Knowing that, I mean, everything comes to, everything comes out to, I mean, your, your mom had your other daughter for years before you even <laughs> before you even got her back and decided to basically be a try to be a parent when you with me so right now that your mother's living with you and this guy's living with you and your mom like that kind of doesn't even make sense you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. you he kind of moved in with with her and all of them like a month after <laughs> after the whole situation so it's like you just you just let somebody move right in right after me and you mm-hmm. stop talking and your daughter had a relationship with me and now she's seeing a whole nother guy again different that she barely even knows after a month right so what are you teaching the other your other child that's what i'm saying man you know what i'm saying that's what i'm saying bro i man See, the focus is not them kids. For you know, everyone isn't focused on their kids. That's just the god honest truth. Everyone isn't dialed in with their kids, bro. They focused on the wrong thing. Some folks will be focused on themselves, 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 themselves. Because if you focused on anything but your kid, for real, like you know. If you gon' if you gon' you know, you you can't be fucking your your focus can your focus can't be you no more, bro. When you a parent, you gotta be focused on your kids, bro. It's always what they doing. You don't dial out I'ma dial out do me here and just fucking what they do, they do. I mean, I guess you can, but like I don't know if that's necessarily the goal. Like be a parent, bro. It's not you know. Whatever God sends your way, He gonna send your way. Trust His trust His path and and, and parent. You feel me? You parent. Trust His trust trust what He telling you and parent. And then whatever He sends your way, He's gonna send your way. If you just trust and do your job. Not saying don't never live. You gonna live, but like, come on, man. You leaving kids here? You go to fight. You got folks in and out, in and out, in and out your house, in and out. And you got man. He was in the bed with the one dude. This don't sound like the dude who she took a picture with in the bed. Nah, nah yeah, this is a different. This is That's why I'm saying. What type of life are you living? You know what I mean? It's only like, a, I was lousy. Yeah. But yeah, man. What happens next, man? Y'all in court. Back and forth for this shit. And you ain't none of these court proceedings about your baby. Man. So, um. We end up going back to court. Um, 
I ended up getting the I ended up getting the EPO taken off of me actually. Mm-hmm. That next court date, I mean, pretty much. I mean, she, she first she said I ran her. I tried to run her over. Then when we got to the court, she said he was on the he was on the side. I was on the side of the car, and he sped off and almost ran over my foot. And I mean. They, it's just kind of people looking like it. It sounds like you were trying to damage his car and he sped off so you would keep smacking his window, break his window. Like, nobody tries to run somebody over from the side of the car. Like, nobody, dog. <laughs> nobody, dog. Nobody, dog. Who's like, bro, I'm going to run over this person's foot. Nobody, dog. Nobody tries to run somebody over from the side of the car. Nobody. That's a great point, bro. Wow, that is fucking ridiculous, man. So, so your case, your P, the PPO gets dropped. Um, then what happens? So then, um, after that, I mean, pretty much, I just got the. We ended up getting that fifty-fifty set up, so I ended up getting that. So you ended up getting fifty fifty custody of your daughter? Yeah. And when did that when did that start? Um, that started in that started in April of twenty twenty. April of twenty twenty. Yeah. And, and so was that is that pretty much the most time what was that like the most time you got to spend with your daughter uninterrupted? Um yeah, I mean, other than when she first was born, yeah. Right, right, right. So it was like, I mean, I had that temporary, I mean, I, I had that temporary um, schedule set up. So, I mean, most of the time I was able to, except for those times, like, when she first didn't want me to see her and then when I had the EPO, I had to go there 14 days. Right. Without seeing her, so. Uh, other than so, you, uh, okay, so you got the 50-50, um, you got the 50-50 in April, and is that where it currently sits now, 50-50? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope, man. Um, so, you guys have 50-50. So, you got the 50-50 schedule right now. Now, this what? is a question I do want to ask you, because, I mean... You have a lawyer, and um, uh, so your lawyer felt like you should get fifty fit, try to get fifty fifty. That's what she was telling you. Um, yeah, basically, yeah. So even though your lawyer, even though like you told your lawyer that she had endangered the kids, endangered your and put your son in danger. I mean, your daughter in danger. Not necessarily put her in danger, but she was out fighting. She was talking about killing herself. She was motherfucking having dudes in and out. You know what I mean? She fucking vandalized the whip, acting all crazy. Maybe you should get your daughter. Yeah. Because you don't sound like you would bust up nobody fucking window. 
honestly. <laughs> you sound chill as hell, bro. I mean, sounds and sounds and everything. But, like, you could kind of feel people's temperaments, you know? You don't even seem like you get wild up when you watch fucking a football game. You know what I mean? You just seem real chill. Just chill as hell. You feel me? So, it seems like your daughter would chill would be a lot more. Because you don't seem like you would be out at no club fighting. I could be wrong. But you don't seem like you would be out at no club fighting, bro. You said that day you were sweet. Getting ready for the next day. Pump about getting to see your daughter and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this person was dropping them off with their friends. so And they at the club about scrapping. Come on, man. Come on. I see who the better parent is there. So, do you feel like, do you feel like at any point you would ever try to get more than 50-50? Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, I feel like it'll come to a point where she don't even want the, she don't even want the 50-50, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. a lot of it, a lot of it is kind of, I mean, she wants 50-50 because that's kind of, because, I mean, she, of course she knows that I want her, so. Mm-hmm. She would have to, I mean, she wouldn't have no ties to me, really, if I didn't, if she didn't have any type of ties to her, so. Right. It's kind of like that right now, but, I mean, it's just one of those things where, over time, it'll, it'll nine times out of ten, probably change, just for the simple fact. She's just not ready to be a mom yet basically she just not like it's not her that's not a, a big focus of hers right now which you know that's crazy bro because it's like man it's just automatically assumed that every single woman that, uh, that has a child is ready to be a mom um, and that's how our system is set up it's not that we the people are saying it it's just that that's how our system is set up um, that's how our court, family courtroom is set up. Um, when in actuality, like, how does the family court know off rip? Your daughter is better in it and better off with you. You know what I mean? How old is your daughter now? Um, she's still one. She'll be two in September. Okay, man. So she'll be two in September. So that's what I'm saying. See, pretty soon she's gonna start relaying some of the stuff that's going on, some of these temperaments, yeah. some of these, some of this stuff that's happening, some of the, you know, mommy said this, mommy said, said that. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I think, I think I'm trying to remember what my son may have said, and he said something. And I, I cuss, you know what I'm saying? I work hard not to cuss, but, like, the words he said were aggressive. And they were a string of words that I wouldn't have had said while the kids were around at no point. You know what I mean? And I could tell because I could just tell that those were fighting words. And then at no point, even if I was, like, playing the game and playing, there's no point where I would ever have to use fighting words. And... When asked, like, man, you know, where did he hear that? Easy. He heard it from his, my daughter. His mommy. Mommy said it to to her, the boyfriend she had at the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, God, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
damn, bruh. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was over some toys or something. But like that, you know what I mean? So when that type of stuff started happening, or when when, when the anger that blasted out at your car, or when whoever she talked to, gone, and a new motherfucker come around, you know what I mean? Like, and your daughter, like, QB, QB, baby mom, had has a pedophile around his daughter, you know what I'm saying, that's why you say this motherfucker talking, gonna be laying with your daughter, fuck is you talking about, man, what you talking about, what type of weird ass statement is that, man, you know, but I'm trying to, you know what I mean, dog, what type of statement is that, bro, what you talking about, man, what is your full name, man, I'm finna run your name on the shit, I'm finna check your shit, bro, you better not be a pedophile, bro, mean it, what is your name type of shit, bro, that shit, dog. Talking about laying with my kid and shit, bro. I am, you know, man. Crazy. And the crazy thing about the crazy thing about that is my um my sister actually worked at a high school. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister worked at a high school, and you know how she mentors girls and stuff like that. So she she had knew her, she had mentored a girl and she basically was wearing a guy's chain that was older and, and um I mean basically dealt with him had a full on kind of situation with him where you know, he would kind of pick her up and kind of live with her and, you know just different kind of things and it ended up being him <laughs> wait whoa yeah whoa whoa Time out. Your sister worked at a high school. Is yeah. that where you said she worked? Yeah. And and the little girl was wearing his chain. The motherfucker who said he was finna lay with your daughter. Yeah. Damn it. You gonna get your kid, dog. You gonna get your kid, bro. She had a dog around a pedophile. That how the judge ever gonna know that? How the unless he ever got caught and brought the court on that? That's like street knowledge, pretty much. You feel me? That's street knowledge. How the fuck the police don't know what happens in the streets for real? Unless they fucking ask. The state don't know what's happening. The lawmakers don't know what's happening. The motherfucking judges don't know what's happening. Unless they live in in the they live in the community or they are in the community. But most of the time they're in they're at court and at work. And then when they get off, they they do have a community they go to, but. It's usually not the one they're 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 working in for the most part. You know what I mean? So it's like they depend on test like you to bring that kind of shit in, bro. You know what I mean, bro? You mean to tell me the motherfucker told me he was gonna he told you he was gonna lay with your daughter and this motherfucker was actually laying with kids, bro? Yeah, you gotta you a hey, yeah. You got to go get your daughter, man, the whole thing. 50-50 good and all. But this one of them, this one of them, this one of them times, bro. This, 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 this one of them times. You got to go get your kid, bro. For real, that's unacceptable. Even if, even if he gone already, it don't matter. You had this motherfucker around. It don't matter, bro. A petty? Yeah, get it, get his ass out of here, bro. You grown, man. With, And that came from, like, 
Dog, what the hell? Dog, get his ass out of here, man. He can't, you know, dog, your baby got to be with you. And that's what I'm saying, see? Because, like, how would how would your baby mom know that? If you just met this motherfucker, you just chasing some D, you don't know this motherfucker, bro. Except what he tell you. You think he finna tell you he was fucking doing that weak ass shit, bro? That weird ass shit? No, he not. Because guess what? QB, we're going to do another episode with QB here soon, man. He's yeah. in Wisconsin, but he's originally from Chicago. But listen, QB, who's, uh, QB's, uh, got his daughter. Because you know why? The lady couldn't stop bringing the pedophile around. You feel me? Talking about some fucking, you going to be laying with my daughter. What are you talking about, bro? What is you what is you really fucking talking about, bro? I don't I what is you talking about, bro? <laughs> if you say you finna beat my ass, that's one thing. If you say you want you wanna do me some harm, that's one thing. But you said you finna lay with my kid. What? <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about, bro? What is you talking about? You know what I mean, bro? Hey, for real, G, you might got to go get, you know what I mean, full custody of your baby, bro, because you're the better parent, man. You know what I mean? Even when you had a, when you had the chick around you, you ain't one focused on that chick, for real. You like, hey, look, I don't want to be in y'all movie, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's powerful, bro. So, throughout all of this, bro, what, uh, like, what, what's been your biggest takeaway, man, like, with, uh. Just with with everything that's happened, like what what have you learned the most from this whole thing? I mean, mostly what I learned. I mean, of course, you gotta kind of be careful who you deal with, and kind of try to make sure you know exactly the person you're dealing with. I mean, that's 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 important. And the main thing is, as a father, I mean, basically, just do everything you're supposed to do and kind of control everything you can control. And also, I mean, also time's going to always tell, time's always going to be on your side. I mean, it's going to tell that story. Like when, like now, a lot of, I mean, in our generation, a lot of kids, a lot of kids that's, that's grown now and it's our age, they, mm-hmm. They never even got to hear that. I mean, all they all they heard was stories. They really didn't get to see what what really happened. Yeah. All they all they know is like the, the dad's not around. They don't know how the mom's not letting them see see her. Yeah. Not able to kind of see like now with I mean now with social media and stuff like that. Yeah. You can kind of see see what the parents doing. So it's kind of. It's gonna be kind of better for for fathers in the future when they they can actually show their kids and their older like this is all the things that I that I've done and this is what they they did so they can kind of see instead of just hearing a story and mm-hmm. you just gotta they just gotta pick and see whose word you can kind of get the facts the facts are kind of there you know mm-hmm. like now you can kind of visualize the facts and kind of see it now. Uh, what would you like to see done in the state of Kentucky to spread awareness to the fact that there is already presumptive 50-50 in the state of Kentucky? I would definitely like to see them kind of advertise that more. I mean, I feel like 
I feel like you should definitely, I mean, they should definitely advertise them more as far as television. I mean, even at the hospitals, they should kind of, I mean, it should be some type of system where they kind of let, let dads know, like, you have rights to, mm-hmm. instead of just them just being there watching the baby and thinking that you have to play stack the whatever the mom's doing and not really have any say so in anything at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I agree. I agree, man. Just educate our educate our fucking community so they're not so afraid. You know what I mean? There's no reason to be afraid when when you're in a state that lets you be in the driver's seat. But like, how would you know? You know what I mean? If they're not telling you, I agree. Uh, and then, uh, so if you could say something, uh, what would be your best advice for a father uh, right now suffering from parental alienation at this moment? Um, what I would. What I would say to him, I mean, just keep, keep fighting. I mean, I know, I mean, it's hard. You just gotta keep fighting and keep trying to make it work. I mean, document everything, just showing that you're trying to make it work. So, like I said, like in the future, you, they can see the steps that you're constantly taking, and when you do get your rights, people can see this is how long I've been working towards this. Like, this isn't just something that you just got that day. Like. You actually got to do work to, to get it when mothers don't have to do any work to get it. They just mm-hmm. naturally get it. We don't ever just naturally get it. We all, regardless of what type of custody you have, you had to work to get it. Yeah, uh-huh. it, yeah, yeah. Put put a little bit of work in, man. Even if it's even if it's in a fifty-fifty state, they don't just tell you 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 know what I mean. You gotta. Because everybody's still thinking that it ain't a 50-50 state problem. Yeah. And nobody know. I'll take this kid. No the fuck you won't. You know what I mean? Technically, you can't even take that motherfucker before we go to court. I, I sign my paper over. I have presumptive. That means off rip. Off tiggity. I got 50-50. Off rip. I got it. It's there. You know what I mean? Well, I guess... All I have to do is have this baby sign his birth certificate, and that's on. If even that, bro, I'm, I'm wondering if, if automatically, if it's your seed, do you have half the right to it automatically? I want to dissect that Kentucky law a little more, man. I'm, I'm, that actually does spark my interest a little bit. So what more about it? So, and then uh, if you could say something to a mother out there, uh, alienating a dad from alienating a child from their dad, what would you say to them? I would basically tell them, like, you think that is, I mean, your your intentions are to kind of hurt the dad, and it is hurting the dad, but you're hurting the child even more. And then as, as long as you do it, the more as it builds up, and the child gets older, they're going to see, like, this is what my mom did, and that's going to cause issues between y'all when they can actually see it or they actually grow up. And, I mean, they're going to grow up. They're going to see They're gonna see females that have dads that aren't that don't want to be around. So that's going to even, that's going to make me more mad. Like, I actually have a dad that wants to be around, and this is what happens to him. And it, while somebody else that I know don't even, their dad doesn't even want, to, want anything to do with him. So that's going to make them resent you even more as a mother that you're even trying to trying to salvage that. You're not trying to salvage that relationship. 
and that's the main thing. You should always appreciate a good father because everybody doesn't have it. So when you definitely, when you got one, you gotta, you gotta make sure, regardless of how y'all relationship is, you gotta make sure that you don't mess that up with the child. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think I think those are wise words, man, because that does really matter. You know what I mean? Oh man, we I think so often we lose sight of how important our children are. Like if if they're the if they're the center of the focus, you know what I mean, then it's what's best for them. If when the courts don't even focus on what's best for them, we have a problem. You know what I mean? We got parents out here worried about themselves. Worried about, you know, worried about, my baby mom used to always say all the time, I'm trying to live my life, da da da. Listen, motherfucker, give me my kids then. What are you talking about? I ain't seen them 950 days, you over here telling me you want to live your life. Give me my fucking kids. What are you talking about, bro? Drop them motherfuckers off to me. Now, they minds, run them. You so late on my product. But the, the, end, of the, the, end, the end of the day is like, you worried about living life, bro. You not worried about your kids. You should be living life for your kids. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I don't know. But I think if we put these kids first because we hurting them by taking one from the other and just automatically assuming they don't need their dads. You know what I mean? That shit is hurting them, bro. It's hurting them. Yeah, it is. Uh, so... Listen, man. I think we had a good podcast here, man. I think we we got it. We got we got exactly the message out there that there's dads out there in Kentucky, okay, that right now today as of 2021 don't know that the only state in America that has presumptive 50/50 is Kentucky, and that's a problem. And uh, this 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 podcast here with George um, really shows us that. Shit, man, he, he, a, a, a dad who's smart is going to ask the people that are around him because that's what a smart person would do. Ask the people around you. Try to see. Get it filled out. Get a feel for it. Even they didn't know when he asked his inner circle. So it's like even the people at the daycare didn't know. Even his baby mom didn't know. Even the pedophile motherfucker didn't know. You know what I mean? Because if he did... He wouldn't have been on the, he wouldn't have been on there talking about what he was and wasn't gonna do because it didn't sound like he knew my man's wasn't gonna be leaving the picture. George is here to stay. He has fifty fifty. It's Kentucky. He didn't. No one knew. So it's like we need to spread awareness for this. You know what I mean? And if it's through podcasts, if it's through we got we got to figure out how to how to spread awareness in that state. We ought to get it around the nation too, but I mean, if we, if there's one lone state right now where where dads can be dads, you feel me? Then we need to have we need to make sure that is that is talked about in that state. You feel me? We need to have it talked about in that state to the youth, to the young males in that in that state. Other states too, for sure, but right now they're in the driver's seat. They're the lone ranger. I thought it was a whole bunch of other states that had 50-50 couple of a couple other of them. But when Melissa Isaac came on here and confirmed, no, no, it's just Kentucky, technically. Fuck. You know what I mean? One state out of 49, and right. even in that one, they're not, they're not even talking about it or discussing it. 
Dog, how? You know, how? How is this possible? How is it? A guy, you know, uh, that shit is just dead. That, that, dog, that is, because, you know, again, they don't want to stop the mu- as mu- much money as they can keep bringing in. Lawyers, y'all keep coming in here. And then you figure they, did they put you on child support? Um, nah, she tried to, but one, by the time she tried to, I mean, it was pretty much, we already had 50-50 then. Right. See, yeah, man, so she was just trying to hit you with the whole Texas ringer, huh, man? Yeah. Hell nah, you in the wrong spot for that, man, too far north. Man, we're actually dead center in the middle, you know what I mean? Because Kentucky, I don't feel is north. I kind of feel that's almost south, but at the same time, like yeah, it's like selfish. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I think we had a good podcast here. I think we, I think we did the thing. Uh, if there's any listeners out there that um, if there's any listeners out there that you feel like you can relate to George, I mean, just contact me. I'll make sure you cut. Co- I'll try to figure out how to get you through to George. Um, if you know a dad out there struggling with parental alienation or he's just in and out of family court, I guarantee you this is the podcast for him. You copy this link, uh, paste it, um, and send it out to whoever you can possibly find that may be hurting. Um, I would uh, advise you guys, there's the uh, the Fatherly Foundation is a uh, nonprofit organization started by dads for dads. Uh, all the money they make, they're going to be kicking it back to dad. So you can check that out. Uh, check out ProSayCoachTX.com. That's ProSayCoachTX.com. If you're in Texas, this is a Pro Say Coach. Pro, uh, and he pretty much is going to teach you how to represent yourself in court, man. Um, but if you are in California and you do need a lawyer, I would advise you to contact Mark, M-A-R-K, Real, R-E-E-L, that's R-E-E-L for the last name, Real, uh, Mark Real. Uh, you contact him on Facebook, I would, um, or you can just go, uh, yeah, I would pretty much, you could Google it too, I guess, if you wanted to, but, um. Yeah, that's a father's rights uh, lawyer. Um, if you're in Missouri, I would check out hugadad.com. I, anyone can pretty much check out hugadad.com. This is a good man by a gentleman of a uh, good gentleman by the name of uh, 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 Derek. He's running this hugadad foundation, and this is basically um, he's setting up things in the neighborhood for the kids um, to interact with a bunch of different uh, male figures in the neighborhood. Just if there's no dads there. Um, he's doing different things to spread awareness on fatherhood and the importance of it. Uh, I'm, to my understanding, there will be a first annual Million Father March, Sunday, June 19th, 2022, in Washington, D.C. I will be presenting more details and talking a little bit more, as well as probably doing a podcast about that here in the uh, near future. Um, lastly, uh, if... You are in Canada listening to this. Google uh, Petition 3298, Presumption of Equal Parenting. Um, sign it. So sign Petition 3298, Presumption of Equal Parenting. One more time. Sign Petition 3298, Presumption of Equal Parenting. And if you're tired of seeing fucking kidnappings legally happening in the country of Canada, 
uh, signed petition 3298 presumption of equal parenting. I appreciate you guys for listening. George, I appreciate you for stopping by, man, sharing your story. I'll make sure I have this edited and put together uh, immediately. And, man, thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. I appreciate you, man. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking soon. All right. All right.